Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The following the show has been recorded and paid for by Sports Marketing Services Incorporated. KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD2 Liberty. Always live on the Odyssey app. Sunday morning, welcome into it. A fantasy football Sunday brought to you by Twin Peaks. Each drink, scenic views. Dusty Leggins with you. Grant Nicholson with you as well. Questions can come pouring in at any time. 913-586-7610. And then, of course, 10 to 12 will be after hours with uh, same guy. Same other guy. We're with you until noon today. Already some action in the NFL world. So far, the game has sucked. Not a good game. That's probably bad language on a Sunday morning. I apologize. The game has been subpar. The game has not been good. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers up against the New York Giants, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. So, if you didn't get up in time and you didn't put any of these guys in, I've got to tell you a little bit about this game. In a second. That was me, Dusty. You forgot? Yeah. Woke up at 825. Oh, no. See, I I got up at 8. Let's see. No, I didn't get up at 8. I got up at like 7 a.m., right? Prepped the fantasy show last night. Kind of kept my eye open to see who's not going to play, who's going to play, who's kind of on the on the fringe of not making it. And then the, the, the second I got here, I want to make sure I got my, my parlays in for today. So I got five bucks to win like 140 today. A whole lot going on. A lot of it's in this game. I need Saquon to have 15 yards receiving, 65 yards uh, rushing. I need Green Bay to, to not win by more than eight points. So And at any time, touchdown by Saquon as well. So there's a lot going on. But we'll ride it out. But again, as I do every week, I let you know who's in, who's out, who's not going to make it in a roster today. And it seems, sorry, I had to sneeze. Late fall allergy guy, hate it. Big late fall allergy guy and early spring allergy guy. Hate leaves falling, makes me go absolutely nuts. I'll probably have to sneeze like seven times. Already once. Twice. But. Who's in, who's out? Uh, the biggest story today that I think that's that's going to go maybe under the radar locally is the running back for the commanders. That's three. If you put the over-under on six sneezes, you are cooking right now. Um, but the commander's rookie running back, Brian Robinson Jr., who was shot twice. All right, there's four. Uh, who was shot twice in the leg. He's going to start today. He's expected to play today, which is, to me, insane. He's going to play against the Titans today. T. Higgins and Hayden Hurst for Cincinnati. They're both questionable, but it looks like they're going to play tonight against the Baltimore Ravens in that Sunday night matchup. CeeDee Lamb and Tony Pollard both listed as questionable for Sunday night's or Sunday afternoon's game. They're both expected to play against the Rams as well. Uh, Rondell Moore listed as questionable due for uh, uh, questionable for Sunday due to a knee injury. He's also expected to play against the Eagles. David Montgomery. This is the biggest question I have uh, of the of the of Sunday, right? Because there's a lot of you out there. And I feel like this is true. There's a lot of you out there that probably either if your league's like mine, you spent money on the waiver wire for Khalil Herbert. Um, I think Chicago's ready to give the 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 bell 
to Khalil Herbert. Now, David Montgomery had a knee and a foot injury or an ankle injury, I guess you could call it. It sounds like the knee portion of the injury is done. It sounds like that part is has been cured, has been helped. But the ankle issue is still kind of lingering. He's questionable. He should be monitored. He's going to play, uh, or they play at, I think, noon. So keep your eye on that. But I do think that Khalil Herbert is the guy they're going to go with most of the time today. I think they're just going to see how Montgomery plays. But if you have Khalil Herbert, we'll get into that game a little bit later as we do our matchups later on. Um, Amal Ross St. Brown, he's going to play. So all you guys that got the sleeper receiver of the year so far, uh, St. Brown looks like he's going to play for Detroit. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle both listed as questionable for Sunday's game. They're both expected to play as well. And running back Alvin Kamara, who was questionable and who has been on Twitter all week, Kamara's locked into play. Um, but as we do every week, Grant, let's go ahead and dive into some matchups. Once again, and remember, if you need to get your lineup questions in, 913-586-7610 is the text line number. Uh, we'll do those in the final segment of this show. Again, it's 9 to 10, and then and then it's the fantasy is over. So I'll give you one hour of fantasy. However you want to take that. And then we get to the after hours, which sounds even more sexier. Dirt. It, it's Sunday, Dusty. Clean it up. Uh, Giants and Green Bay. That game's already kicked off. By the way, Aaron Rodgers touchdown. I believe it was Alan Lazad. Is that who it was? Aaron Rodgers throws a touchdown. It is now 10-0 Green Bay over the Giants. Giants aren't doing anything so far in London, but Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers seem to be clicking. I don't know if you can get ayahuasca in London, but if you can, Aaron Rodgers is feeling it. Uh, Game one of the noon slate, Lions at Patriots. Not a lot going on here, except what's weird is that the Lions have the number one offense in the NFL, and they have the dead last defense in the NFL. I think somewhere along the way last week, I saw a stat. The Lions have given up 281 points, and they've scored 281 points. Absolutely insane. A lot of kneecap shaving going on in Detroit, but best O, worst D. Sounds weird to say that out loud, but I mean, you may be able to stream the Lions defense this week. Jared Goff is also tied for the league lead in touchdowns. I know this is how we're starting today's show off. I'm not on a different planet. This is real-life NFL going on right now. Jared Goff with 11 touchdown passes is tied with several others. Uh, for the lead in touchdowns, but either way, Jared Goff at the top. I would say that TJ Hawkinson has arrived. We questioned it last year. It was his second year in the league, the year before the rookie year, the tight end, him and Noah Fant come out. We figured both those guys would take off in the NFL. TJ Hawkinson has officially arrived. He's averaging seven and a half targets per week, and he's averaging 65 yards per week. Last week, he went absolutely off. Part of that was because Jared Goff didn't have anybody to throw to. Also because TJ Hawkinson is just a man. Uh, Bailey Zappi, right? Anybody? No one? That's the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. That's where Bill Belichick has come. You talk about career irony. Tom Brady's now been divorced twice. One from his head coach, now from his wife. Maybe too soon. Maybe they're not divorced. I don't know. If those kids are like, I want to live with dad, Tom Brady's like, I don't know if I want to have a divorce anymore. Um, Bailey Zappi, that's the quarterback for the New England Patriots. That's why I'm saying stream the Lions defense. This is the time of year where everything kind of seems to kind of fall apart when it comes to those types of players, kickers, defenses, tight ends. This is tr- starting to get into the stream season. I don't think New England's going to have a very good day with the, with the quarterback. I don't think they're going to have a good day of being productive on offense. Uh, Aguilar and Stevenson are probably all I'm playing when it comes to the New England offense. The next game in the noon slate that we keep going through with is the Steelers at the Bills. This screams like the Steelers are going to cover, but it also screams like the Bills want to put up 45 because they know who waits in the realms for next week's game at 325. That's right. Chiefs-Bills next Sunday. This place will be absolutely electric. Um, But this has to be the Gabriel Davis game. I don't say that because he's on all my platforms when it comes to fantasy football. I say this because, like, The Steelers are the 28th-ranked defense when it comes to quarterbacks versus receivers in PPR leagues. Gabriel Davis has been beat up. He's been sore all year. Now it's time for you to get out there and let him hang. Stephon Diggs is an all-world wide receiver, but also Josh Allen has accounted for every single Buffalo Bills touchdown. That's insane. He's either thrown it or ran it in himself every single touchdown score for Buffalo in four weeks. So for those of you that go against my strategy and say, the hell with you, Dusty, 
I'm drafting a quarterback in the second or third round, and I'm taking Josh Allen. Right now, it's two middle fingers towards me from you all because Josh Allen's been absolutely insane. Congrats if he's your quarterback. Look for Stephon Diggs to rip it up as he sits atop the league with four touchdowns already. Behind him, Isaiah McKenzie, who is hurt, has three touchdowns. Buffalo is an offensive juggernaut. It's not going anywhere today as they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Also, when it comes to wide receivers arriving to the league, I think it's George Pickens' time to arrive already. I think he arrives even more with their new quarterback, Kyle Pitt. I think he just... I think he's just the kind of guy that'll start throwing it to George Pickens. Last week, George had six catches for 102 yards. Didn't find the red or didn't find the end zone, but he had six catches on eight targets for 102 yards. KP is going to throw it to GP. I can promise you that. And he's going to become their number one wide receiver. And that's with a Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson type of receiving core. But I think George Pickens has also arrived. The kid out of Georgia is an absolute stud. Um, it's a tough spot to start him this week. If you're deep at that position or a deep at flex, probably just set him on your bench, put a reminder up there and be like, okay, after this week, we're good. Buffalo just has a really good defense. It's probably going to get a ton of points today. There's probably going to be a couple interceptions, probably be some sacks. But again, keep your eye on George Pickens. I think he's arrived. If you are in a deep league where you need some, you need some slack, he's probably a good deep league flex today for George Pickens. Dolphins, Jets, we mentioned this earlier about Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill, both nursing some injuries. It's football, man. Like, the questionable injury slate is going to continue to happen day in, day out. Uh, no Tua. It's Teddy Bridgewater time. I think Ted did fine when he when he came in for Tua last game. Tua obviously out with a concussion. He's still in the concussion protocol. He should be in the concussion protocol until January. Just my opinion. But when you look at this, Teddy did good last week. He still hit Tyreek Hill plenty of times on that Thursday night football game. He's still going to throw to Jalen Waddell. And one thing I always tell people is that when backups come in, they always tend to find the guy, which the guy on Miami is two guys. It's Jalen Waddell and it's Tyreek Hill. I got made fun of week one on this show because someone said, is this guy really telling people to start Jalen Waddell with an all-pro wide receiver on the other side? Yeah. Top three in yards receiving Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell. Um... I think Ted will appease all you guys that, that, that have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on your team today because that's just what it's going to happen. Also for the Jets, Zach Wilson looked okay. I don't know if I would start him at all ever in the season. I think he's a good stream to start. But the team responded well to Zach Wilson. The Dolphins give up 103.8 yards a week on the ground. I like Brees Hall in this a lot. I think free Brees Hall, get him out, put him in your lineup. He's a good RB2 today. Garrett Wilson, probably don't know who that is. What a sneaky receiver, averaging almost 10 targets a game. A tough task here, though, as Miami has a pretty solid defense, and they're third in the league versus the pass when it comes to passing yardage. This next game, oh, man, I don't know how this is going to be enjoyable. I think this is one of the games locally we get at noon. Falcons at Bucks, no Kyle Pitts, no Cordell Patterson, no Falcons for me this week. Plain and simple. Stay away. Bucks, play them all. Godwin's ready to go. Mike Evans is a beast. Tom Brady, I promise you, Tom Brady is going to absolutely blow the doors off the Falcons. I think they're upset about last week. They got embarrassed on national television against the Chiefs. Tom Brady's story is out. There's nothing to hide behind anymore except a lot of Botox that's made his face look very skeletonish. I'm not going to say any more about Tom Brady. That's it. But I will say this. For the Bucs, Fournette, Brady, uh, Godwin, Evans, all of them, they're all going to light it up today. I think that's just the way it's going to go for the for the Bucks and the and and the Falcons. I just don't understand how the Falcons will even be in this game. So if you are in the state of Kansas or you want to make a bet, hammer the Bucks. Spread money line, whatever you want to do. That's a slam dunk win today. Last one before we get to a break, Seattle at the Saints. Geno Smith, baby. Who'd have thought it? Who'd have thought it? They wrote me off, but I didn't write back yet. He's still yet to respond to that message. Uh, He's a top 10 fantasy quarterback so far this season, averaging 21.1 points in all PPR formats. Yeah, that's right. 21.1 points for Mr. Geno Smith. Your boy has got him streamed today in several lineups in fantasy football today when it comes to Geno Smith. You're averaging 21.1. You're throwing to Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf consistently and, and pretty accurately and 
and and and finding them week in and week out, yeah. But if you have Will Disley, there's your sleeper tight end this week. Will Disley always seems to find the end zone. He gets all the touchdown love. Combined Lockett and Metcalf, one touchdown. Will Disley, three. Geno Smith finds his tight ends. As for New Orleans, not really looking too great. Alvin Kamara is going to start today. Michael Thomas and Jamins Winston still both out. Taysom Hill, I think that story's over. So I think Alvin Kamara is the only thing you really have to hammer when it comes to the New Orleans Saints. Heavy, heavy Kamara day. That's the first half of the noon slate. This is the Fantasy Football Sunday Show here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. We come back, we wrap up the other half of the 12 o'clock games here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're back in Fantasy Football Sunday here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Uh, First quarter over in London. Green Bay leading 10-7. Aaron Rodgers does have a touchdown pass. Daniel Jones has nothing. Saquon Barkley has nothing. Um, But it's just getting started. Just getting started. For those of you that that need more um, realization, I think Romeo Dobbs is the guy. I I think I'm rolling with Dobbs. Uh, for quite some time now. So far, 10-3 to three in this game, for those of you that have players, Aaron Rodgers is 6-10, now 7-11 of 10, seven of 11 for 70 yards and a touchdown. Uh, A.J. Dillon, 3-for-16. Aaron Jones, 3-for-10. Randall Cobb, 2-for-38. Romeo Dobbs, 2-for-21. And Alan Lazard has the solo catch for the touchdown. That is Aaron Rodgers' goal line guy and Big Bob Tanya. Those are his dudes. So that's what's going on in England right now. Uh, Packers up 10 to three second quarter just started Packers have the ball at the 33 yard or the 35 yard line. But what I need to do for you all is to continue our noon matchups. This next matchup seems kind of iffy. What I mean by this is that there's a little bit of realization, confirmation, and questions in this next game, and that is the Houston Texans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. A battle of AFC South teams that I didn't think this game could be interesting, but it kind of can be. Um, For those of you that have listened to me since July, you're welcome, Damian Pierce fans. Damian Pierce has arrived, and he's not going anywhere. He's sticking around. Damian Pierce is going to be the feature back for the Texans for a while, 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 while. Um, So far, 60 rushes, 313 yards. 
He's put up 25 points and 18 points in the last two weeks. Now, last week he had a 75-yard house call, but he's arrived for sure. That's what he can do. He can break the doors open and take off. He can also get the ball 20 to 25 times a game, create a lot of yardage, and also get in the end zone. The Jacksonville Jaguars, decent defense, nothing special. They shouldn't really be able to tame him down. They're going to give up some yardage. They're going to give up some plays, and they're going to give up some points. As for the Jacksonville Jaguars, this is an interesting thing you need to look at. James Robinson, Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne's production is going up. James Robinson is going down. What does that mean? It means that James Robinson isn't producing at a running back level like he used to or like the team would like him to do. So what are they doing? They're letting Travis Etienne work his way in. He's not worth the start yet, but he's working his way to a flex or a RB2 in deep leagues. So if he's on your roster, do not drop him. Just stay close to the Jacksonville Jaguars as much as you can and keep watching that stat line because you're going to see Travis Etienne's numbers go up, James Robinson's numbers go down. I know it hasn't looked like that in the first four weeks. Give it time, and when you get into these bye weeks and you get to the middle of the season where you need to start getting some wins and plug people in, yeah, look at Travis Etienne. Trevor Lawrence could be a solid stream this week. He's averaging 236.5 yards um, and already has eight touchdowns. It appears that Trevor Lawrence has found it. He got rid of that creepy head coach that uses his hands or whatever and kicks kickers and Urban Meyer, and he got with Dougie P. Dougie P is a, it's just, it's just who he is. He's a player, man. He knows what he's doing, knows how to talk to these young kids, and knows how to teach them the ways of the quarterbacks. As for the backfield, again, like I said, Travis Etienne will soon outproduce James Robinson. You can take that to the bank, and you can mark my words for it. I'm no Jimmy Tags, Dusty Likens, but that is a seal of approval. Moving on to more noon games. This game stinks as well. Titans at Commanders. Ugh. I feel like it's like Ryan Tannehill and, J- and Carson Wentz are just like that Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other, right? You just don't really know. Ryan Tannehill's career was saved because he's got a gigantic man of a human being and Derrick Henry in the backfield. Um, Traylon Burks was put on IR, the speedster out of Arkansas, the rookie, four games, so he's out. So it's got to be that Bob Woods show. And if Bob Woods can't do it today against the Commanders, Bob Woods is done. Big Tree Woods, out of here. We're done. He came over to the Titans after they got rid of A.J. Brown, left the Rams. We thought maybe there was a chance that Ryan Tannehill would find him and give him a lot of volume. It hasn't been there. You're obviously starting Derrick Henry, who's averaging 76 and a half a game and three touchdowns in just the first quarter of the NFL season. A little bit of a down tech for Derrick Henry. You'd like to see more of that come out. Today, I could see Derrick Henry going off for like 125 yards and two touchdowns. That's just my opinion. Um, As for the commanders, like I mentioned earlier, the story of the day, Brian Robinson Jr., what a guy. Shot twice, beginning of the year. Shot twice in his car. Some people thought he'd be out the whole season. He's back. He looks to start. I get it. Him and Antonio Gibson, it's tough. Gibson's been great. He's got a good solid there for you. But again, If you got Brian Robinson and you let him cook on your bench and you put him on your IR and now he's available, keep your eye on that. Um, Scary Terry obviously gets all the yards, but it's Curtis Samuel getting all the targets and catches. I like both of these guys even paired with Carson Wentz because if there's one thing Carson Wentz is going to do, he's going to throw it 30 times a game. Three of the times it's probably going to go to the other team's jersey. Other times it's going to go to Scary Terry and it's going to go to Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel has been absolutely insane this year. Bears at Vikings. I try to tell you guys this. Fantasy football is tough because the one thing that ruins everybody is projected points. No one really knows what guys are going to do, but I can help you ease that tension. Khalil Herbert, I think, can steal the job from David Montgomery today. David Montgomery is going to be eased into the offense. The knee injury seems to have diminished. The ankle injury is still kind of lingering, still kind of tender, but they're going to work him into the offense and see what he can do to kind of get with this team. Again, Khalil Herbert has been absolutely nuts. He could be a surprise running back of the 2022 fantasy season. He's second in receptions on their team already. Second. Now, I get it. Justin Fields hasn't really been as advertised. But Khalil Herbert, second in receptions. He's also averaging 6.1 a game on the ground and has also already found the end zone three times. If I'm Chicago and my season is where it is and you're playing a divisional team today at their palace... You got to let Khalil Herbert eat. I get it. David Montgomery's the four-year pro. He's the guy that you want to see be successful. But it is Khalil Herbert's job to take. It's on a platter. He's he's salivating at the moment that he gets the football. 6.1, three touchdowns. 
and second in the team in receptions. I don't see how you can take that production away. As for Minnesota, Cook is making me feel a little concerned. I like Dalvin Cook. I just need more touchdowns. That's what's concerning. He does it all, and then he just goes away inside the red zone. Why? He's averaging 4.4 a game. That's good, but he has one total touchdown. He's good in the passing game, just cannot get into the end zone, which is kind of frustrating. As for Kirk Cousins, just keep doing what I told you to do last week. Keep throwing the ball to Justin Jefferson, please. As you see what happens, just throw the ball to Double J. Not only do I have him in a futures bet for Offensive Player of the Year, last year, last week in London, he went up against Marcus Lattimore and absolutely cooked his ass. Sorry, Sunday, I gotta watch it, it's my bad. But again, Double J, stop throwing it to Adam Thielen. It ain't his job anymore. Adam Thielen's good, but he ain't the guy. Double J, 18, is what makes you successful. It's why you can continue to be 4-1 and one after a 3-1 and one start. You got one loss. Why was it? You didn't throw to Justin Jefferson. Chargers at Browns. Talk about a tale of two opposites. This game is interesting. Chubb is an absolute juggernaut, and the Chargers give up an average of 110 yards a game on the ground. You know what Nick Chubb's doing? Averaging 5.7 a game. Leads the world in rushing. I mean, Saquon Barkley technically, but come on. Um, and he already has five rushing touchdowns. So for, again, all of you people out there are like, hey, Dusty, you said don't draft running backs. It's not worth it. Go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. If you drafted Nick Chubb in the first five picks, you can look me in the face and you can call me whatever you want. A Richard, a donkey, an idiot, a moron. I got texts and tweets last week. You told me to play this guy. Now I lost my week. I'm sorry. But Chubb's the guy. Again, the Chargers gave up 110 yards on the ground per game, and Nick Chubb averages 5.7. Seems like it's going to happen. You know what's going to happen? Chubb's going to end up rushing for like 50 yards, no touchdowns. I'm going to get cussed out on Twitter. As for the Chargers, no Keenan Allen again. He's still sitting that hamstring out, letting it get back, whatever it is. He's letting it get back to 100% before he gets back into the, in, into the field. So that means look for Mike Williams to get hot. Austin Eckler, unlike Nick Chubb, is not running for anything. For much of their last, he's, he's, he's rushing for, for basically last in the league. They're 32nd when it comes to running the ball per game. Hardly averaging 60 yards a game. The only thing is, Austin Eckler's very, very good in the pass game. And, and Justin Herbert, that injury is only going to get better and better as weeks go on. He's not really getting hit too hard. The ribs are always going to be kind of a question. They're going to zoom in on it every pregame. But again, it seems that Justin Herbert will tend to get healthier and healthier week in and week out, which means that, well, that offense is going to start producing. Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Justin Herbert, get those guys in because that's really all they got right now because everybody else is out with injuries. That is the 12 o'clock slate. This is the Fantasy Football Sunday Show here on 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. When we come back, we will get you locked and loaded for the 3 o'clock games and give you an update on what's going on across the pond. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. All right. All right. Back in on a Fantasy Football Sunday. It is Dusty Likens, Grant Nicholson with you. We're here the rest of the year because the Royals are done. So you're going to get 9 to noon, 9 to 10. You'll get Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Uh, you heard the ad. Is it Fireball Fridays? I'm not into Fireball. I'm not into, like, hot cinnamon. I just And the label's a devil. So I'll pass on a Sunday. Boy, my mom would be proud of that. Well, I think she used to drink Fireball, which is weird. Um, the Green Bay and the Giants. Aaron Rodgers, another touchdown pass. He's now 11 of 14 uh, with a... Uh, with a with a TD to two different guys. Green Bay leading 17-3. to The Giants look absolutely lost. It doesn't look like they ever got off the plane in London. Aaron Rodgers looks like Thomas Shelby, which fits perfectly in the location that he's in. Um, but about eight, or what is it, about six minutes left in the, in the first half, and Green Bay is up 17-3. to uh, There goes Saquon Barkley for a run, and it could be a massive one. It was. It was about 35-40 yards. Let's go. We got Saquon Barkley in a parlay. But noon games are over. So 
listen now because I know there's a lot of you that take that nap at like 3.15 or you just go to your bed and you just turn the, the TV on and just doze away. Let's get you into those 3 o'clock games here on Fantasy Football Sunday. It's weird. It's weird when the Giants give the ball to their best player, he ends up actually doing something great. I can't hate the Giants because they seem like a northeastern version of the Chiefs. J-Ball's there now. They got Mike Kafka as the offensive coordinator. Anyways, 3 o'clock games, Niners at Panthers. Oh, man. I'm sure Debo Samuel got you a lot of wins yesterday out there last week. For all of you people out there, I had at least three people tell me, Debo got me the win. I needed 16 points to beat so-and-so on Monday night, and Debo did it for me. Tell you this. Look for that to continue this week, too. He's only averaging 16 points flat in the first four weeks in PPR leagues around. But in the last two weeks, since Jimmy Garoppolo has been the quarterback, Debo Samuel's numbers have gone up. His production has gone up. And his popularity in that offense has gone up. It's weird. I get it. I know Trey Lance is their future. At least they thought so. Jimmy Garoppolo finds the guys, right? Jimmy's back. He's been better looking. Uh... He's been better looking towards Debo Samuel. I don't know how he can get better looking. Jimmy Garoppolo is already the sexiest quarterback in the league. But again, look for that average to go from 16 to 18 to 19 in the next few weeks because they're going to continue to find 19 on the field because that's what Jimmy Garoppolo does well. Um, I think this is a do-or-die game for George Kittle, which sounds weird to say out loud. Remember when people were debating whether he was better than Travis Kelsey? Ugh, that did not age well. Did not age well at all. Uh, This is the game, though. Because we heard Kyle Shanahan's comments last week. We've got to get George Kittle more involved. That's on me. I plan on getting George Kittle involved. This is the game. You play the Carolina Panthers. They're not good. they got a cancer at quarterback. He sucks. He ruined my third round. I'll get into that. But anyways, Kyle Shanahan said they got to get George Kittle back involved with that offense. Do they? They seem to be doing fine with Debo Samuel and Jeff Wilson Jr. Also, Look for Jeff Wilson Jr. to continue to plug away at running back and be their main guy. He has a burst. He has a huge, huge opportunity to go nuts today in Carolina. When it comes to the Carolina Panthers, sadly, it makes me have to say this. It's time to bench DJ Moore. You can't trade him because he has no value. He was supposed to take off. He didn't. He was supposed to have a good connection with Baker Mayfield. He's not. You know what Baker Mayfield is? Baker Mayfield is the wide receiver killer. Odell Beckham Jr. tried to tell you. Odell Beckham's dad tried to tell you. Nobody wanted to believe it. Everybody just kept saying, Odell Beckham's a diva. What happened? He went to L.A. and he went back to Odell Beckham Jr. Baker Mayfield goes to Carolina. People don't want him to be the quarterback anymore until Sam Darnold is a full health ready to go. He's off the IR, but he's still not healthy enough to go. Sam Darnold will eventually be the quarterback. And when Sam Darnold is the quarterback, then we can start putting DJ Moore back in our starting lineups. But until then, DJ Moore has to ride the pine. But again, obviously with Carolina, CMC, slam dunk, shut the door. You know you're starting Christian McCaffrey. But unfortunately, you have to say goodbye to one DJ Moore who is just poised to be destroyed by the wide receiver killer. Uh, This game here, this isn't my all-juice game. We're going to get to that one here in a little bit. Um, But this is my most interesting game today. And that is the Cowboys at the Rams because there's more than just fantasy football involved. I'll talk about this in after hours a little bit later on today. But this is a big time proving game for Cooper Rush, right? Because you know who owns and runs the Cowboys, right? Crazy eyed Jerry. If Cooper Rush wins this game and produces well, you have a serious quarterback controversy in Dallas. And I know everybody keeps telling me, no, you don't. One guy makes $45, $50 million. The other guy, no one knows who he is. Well, if this cat goes 5-0 and and you get Philadelphia next week for a battle of first place in the NFC East, which might actually be the best division in football right now, weird to say that out loud. Uh, yeah, you have a quarterback controversy. Cooper Rush would be 5-0 and as a starter. He would have kept the Cowboys afloat, has to go to Philadelphia, and then you get one versus two. And depending on what Philadelphia does say against Arizona, which is the next game we get into, I don't know what you do. I have no idea. And you know Jerry Jones, he's ready to give Cooper Cooper Rush a five-year, $150 million contract and trade Dallas the hell out of of Dallas. 
That's just me, though. When it comes to Dallas, though, keep your eyes open. It's a 325 start. It's a later game. CeeDee Lamb is questionable. They expect him to start. Tony Pollard is questionable. They expect him to start, which means if he doesn't start, Zeke Elliott's volume goes way up. But I think if you have Zeke Elliott, I hope that you handcuff Tony Pollard with him. I think eventually Tony Pollard takes over for the volume, but I think Zeke Elliott's going to always steal the touchdowns. They love giving to Zeke Elliott inside the five. He's the touchdown threat, but Tony Pollard is the one that has the spark, has the juice, gets the ball moving. Talk to Dallas fans. They want Tony Pollard. They need Tony Pollard. He's what cleanses their soul. Um, as for the Rams, boy, is that offensive line suspect to say the least. Matt Stafford has zero time to throw the ball. Um, they don't run the ball very well. They looked terrible in their last game. Matt Stafford confuses me because he just continues to look good only when he throws the ball to Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup has a ton of receptions this year. In fact, he's on pace to break last year's reception total, which is saddening and maddening to think about because he had 1,900 receiving yards and over four. No, no, it's not right. Had over 125 receptions. He's on pace to break the receptions, not on pace to break the yardage, but that's just insane that Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup continue to eat breakfast together and continue to eat on the field as well. As for Allen Robinson, I'm sorry. I stayed away from it. I just thought Allen Robinson lost a step after the injuries in Jacksonville. It's just not happening. Cam Akers, it didn't happen. Henderson, it's not happening. Cooper Cup is basically the only guy that I'm probably starting when it comes to the Los Angeles Rams. Guys, Allen Robinson just ain't happening. Got to get rid of him. We move on to this exciting game because this is weird. This is the realization game that Jalen Hurts is everything Arizona wants Kyler Murray to be or is supposed to be. Because Jalen Hurts is going to get paid. Jalen Hurts is having a fantastic year, a sneaky MVP year. He's not my MVP candidate right now. Right now it's Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Those are my three top guys, and we'll talk about that as well in After Hours a little bit later. But this, again, is the realization game for Jalen Hurts. Because, again, he's been a stud. Only problem is Kyler Murray doesn't have A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is getting almost six to seven catches a game for 100 yards a week. Six to seven for 100. That means A.J. Brown is basically averaging 17 points. Now, he's only got one touchdown. He needs more TDs. But Jalen Hurts finds A.J. Brown all the time. Six to seven catches on about eight to nine targets a week, getting 100 yards a week. You're looking at J.J. Brown every week, 17, 18 points, and just catches and and, and yardage. Once he starts cooking and getting more touchdowns, then that number is going to explode. As for Jalen Hurts, he is that quarterback sleeper that we all thought he'd be. There's a lot of people this year that obviously you're going to go Lamar, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, those kind of guys. Jalen Hurts was my guy to keep your eye on in about the sixth or seventh round. And a lot of leagues that I was in, he was going too early, so you couldn't get him. He was going like fourth, fifth round. Couldn't do it. But if you were getting Jalen Hurts in the sixth round, seventh round, where he was slipping and, and staying quiet, congratulations. He is that giant juggernaut sleeper that we had hoped that he'd become. Eight total touchdowns and only two interceptions. Four passing, four rushing. You know how the math works. More points for rushing touchdowns. And Jalen Hurts can almost promise you that every single week. As for Zona, I think Kyler's okay to start. But remember, in PPR leagues and in most fantasy platforms, Philadelphia has the number one ranked fantasy defense in football. Number one, Philadelphia Eagles. Those are your three o'clock games. Now we slide into tonight's game. This is the all-juice game. For my dear great friend, Therese Paler. Game of the week here, baby. All-juice game. Cincy and the Ravens. Sunday night football. We actually get some good games to go into Monday night. We'll get into the Monday night game. But Bengals at Ravens. Cincy and T. Higgins have get, have been great. T. Higgins, 20 for 315, leads that receiving core. Chase is just behind him and both sit in a pair of touchdowns. But those two have been pretty damn good. I think Jamar Chase has like 296 on the year and T. Higgins has 315. But they both have two touchdowns and Higgins has been great. Tyler Boyd. We'll find out. As for Joe Mixon, boy, has he been terrible. Only averaging 2.7 on the ground. I think it's time that you can bench Joe Mixon. When it comes to the Bengals players, though, you're obviously starting Jamar Chase, Higgins, and Burrow. Let those guys eat. The Ravens defense is no longer that cliche, great Ravens defense. It's actually terrible. It's not good. Even with 
all the studs they have on defense, it's not good. As for the Ravens, there is no Rashad Bateman in this game. He's been ruled out. That means it's time for Duvernay to be the guy to let fly. He's been good all year. Now his volume is going to take an uptick in receptions and looks his way, targets everything. But here's the thing. It's time to kick the tires and light some fires with J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins lit the world on fire last week. That was just a little bit of a taste. That was just a sample of what's about to happen. You know what the Baltimore Ravens offense is. Run and shoot. Lamar Jackson loves to run that option, loves to run that RPO. With J.K. Dobbins in the backfield, that's only going to get better. With him getting healthier and more experience, that's only going to get better. Again, like kick the tires and light the fires with J.K. Dobbins as he's ready to get you into the fantasy football playoffs. I guarantee it. As for Mark Andrews, big, huge, big game for Mark Andrews. I'm looking for 10 catches, 100 yards, and a score for Mark Andrews. So if you're out there making prop bets and you want anytime touchdown, Mark Andrews. You want over under six and a half catches? Mark Andrews. That guy is going to have an absolute massive day against the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. I know I like Duvernay at receiver, but Mark Andrews is going to continue to be a stud. Is there a game Monday night? There is a game Monday, right? Oh, yeah. Chiefs versus... You got the Chiefs versus the Raiders. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro's back. Josh Jacobs coming off one of the best games of his entire life coming back. The Giants just scored. We got a little bit of a game. If you had Bellinger for the Giants at any time touchdown, you probably made about $200 on your Sunday morning. But when it comes to the Raiders and the Chiefs, it is the obvious in this game. Last year, the Chiefs outscored the Raiders 89-23. to how they do that? Well, Tyree Kill was on those game, on those teams. But this year, you got Travis Kelsey leading the world in receptions, yards, and touchdowns in tight end areas. When it comes to the Chiefs as well, Patrick Mahomes, of you know, come on, probably a top three fantasy football quarterback this week. Clyde Edwards-Helaire, you gotta start starting Clyde, right? Clyde's been a baller this year. He's got catches, he's got rushes, he's got touchdowns everywhere. The only concern with the Chiefs' offense, I don't know if you can play their receivers week in and week out. Juju, probably the best bet, but Juju Smith-Schuster, zero offensive touchdowns this year. MVS, zero receiving touchdowns this year. You know who gets them all? Fountain, Watson, Hardman, Kelsey, Clyde, Pacheco, everybody but a main rostered wide receiver. As for the Raiders, if there's one thing Derek Carr knows what to do, he knows how to win an arrowhead, he knows how to keep that offense going. Hunter Renfro's going to go, Waller's a go, Jacob's a go. Devontae Adams, he's a go. No Trent McDuffie in this game. So Devontae Adams is probably going to get a heavy amount of targets and a lot of yardage and a lot of catches. So don't be discouraged, Chiefs fans, when that happens. Fantasy football fans, I know what you're saying. Yeah, let Devontae Adams get a touchdown. Let me have like 10 catches for about 80 yards, and I'm good. And then nothing else. But again, when it comes to that Monday Night Football matchup, big powerhouse game, you're starting the obvious. That does it for our slate of games when it comes to fantasy football, we come back, we'll recap, we'll give you who's in, who's out. And also, don't forget, your lineup questions, 913-586-7610, here on a fantasy football show on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views, on 610 Sports Radio, and always live on the Odyssey app. For those wondering about the game in England, there is 46 seconds left. Green Bay has the ball in the first half, uh, 17 to 10. My parlay in this game, it's a stretch. I have the Giants plus seven and a half so far checking out. I've got Saquon Barkley, 65 rushing yards or more. He's already at seven for 55. That seems like that's going to check out. He needs to score an anytime touchdown, and he needs 15 yards receiving. And then we hit it. The rushing one is there, right? Like, that's slam dunk. He only needs 10 more yards. The anytime touchdown could have just happened, but they did a double reverse, and then they threw it in the end zone for the touchdown to some guy I've never even heard of that will probably be selling insurance this time next year. And Green Bay has two touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers, both of those are uh, from Aaron Rodgers' right arm. Um, we, we went over injuries earlier. Again, if you have any any lineup questions, 913-586-7610, the Jay Southland Toe Service text line here on Fantasy Football Sunday on 610 Sports Radio with your host, Dusty Likens, as well as Grant Nicholson here as well. 
Um, there's a lot of as wells. Um, but again, injuries going into today. I think the biggest story today in the entire world when it comes to football is that uh, Brian Robinson Jr. is going to play today after being shot twice in the leg. Shot twice. If I got shot once, I'd never do radio again. That's how pathetic I am. Also, if I got shot, I would literally tell the entire world. I'd take pictures. I'd be like, I've been shot, man. In the leg. Here's the Anytime whole. Anytime some minor inconvenience shows up, like, yeah, man, I got shot. So, yeah, relax. Yeah, hey, man, can you come into work today? Uh, no. Have you ever been shot? No. Well, I have. Um, per Adam Schefter, I'm told Bucks wide receiver Julio Jones will not play today against the former his former team. Source adds also Russell Gage will play um, against the Falcons. So the Bucks will have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Russell Gage ready to roll. Um, be ready for that. Tom Brady's ready for some revenge, right? Tom Brady wants to, he wants to kick somebody's rear end. That's Sunday language for you right there. I've, I need to stop being uh, naughty, I guess, on Sundays. But yeah, Commander's rookie running back Brian Robinson Jr. shot twice in his right leg six weeks ago, is expected to play football today, and expected to get a lot of carries. Uh, though he is likely to be on a pitch count, they are going to use his volume well, but it was going to be his first NFL game. Uh, wide receiver T. Higgins and tight end Hayden Hurst, both listed as questionable for Sunday night. They're both expected to play tonight against the Ravens. When it comes to the Cowboys, keep your eye on CeeDee Lamb and Tony Pollard. Uh, Tony Pollard has an illness. CeeDee Lamb has a growing injury, so they're going to have to see how good he is going into that game versus the Rams, but expect CeeDee Lamb to play. Just expect him to be a little tender, just a tad bit tender. Uh, Cardinals wide receiver Rondell Moore listed as questionable for Sunday's game against the Eagles, is expected to play. Bears running back David Montgomery listed as questionable for Sunday due to a knee injury, plans to play against the Vikings, bearing any pregame setbacks. But again, Tender is the night, Jackson Brown once saying. Start Khalil Herbert today. I promise you. It's his job to take over today. Quarterback Mac Jones is out Sunday, so it's Bailey Zappi who will make his first NFL start. So if you can, stream the Lions defense. I know that sounds very hypocritical because they have the worst defense in the league, but they're going up against a team that has a terrible quarterback starting today. Dolphins receiver Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Hill with a quad, nursing a quad injury. Jalen Waddell also nursing a growing injury. Both lists is questionable for Sunday. Expect both of them to play against the New York Jets. I think the Dolphins absolutely house the Jets. If they don't, I'm ready to see um, Zach Wilson do some more gritties. That's not a that's not a MILF joke. That's just him. He did it last week. He caught a pass and did and did the gritty. Uh, from the 660, Dusty, running back, choose two. J.K. Dobbins, Khalil Herbert. White, Etienne, Stevenson, Pacheco. Yes, I went receiver heavy first few rounds. Um, I will say this. If I did choose any of those two running backs, J.K. Dobbins, 100%, and then I would start. Ah. Ramondre Stevenson always is a starter for me just because he has that opportunity every single week. It seems that Green Bay is inside the five. They're always giving it to Ramondre Stevenson. But if I had to start two of those running backs, my guy, I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins, and I'm going to go with Khalil Herbert. Jefferson and Chase are your two wide receivers. You should be good there. So I think Herbert's okay to put in as like a flex, but J.K. Dobbins is your guy. Should I start T.J. Hawkinson or should I start Deontay Johnson? Which one? T.J. Hawkinson. I mentioned earlier in the show that he's arrived. I forget what his numbers were. I can go back and find them, but I know that he's averaging a ton of catches this year. He's averaging a lot of volume when it comes to that offense. I get it. Amara St. Brown is back in the offense, ready to do things. But again, T.J. Hawkinson was great last week. Absolutely went nuts. Here's what I have for him. TJ Hawkinson is averaging seven and a half targets per week, and he's averaging 65 yards per week to the 314. So let that man breathe. Let that man run wild. TJ Hawkinson in, in Detroit is the guy to go to. Plus, Jared Goff, top of the league with 11 touchdowns. Also, the Detroit Lions, number one offense. Also, the worst defense. 281 on both sides, I believe, is the stat when it comes to the Detroit Lions. Also, for the Chiefs, no Harrison Butker. That's an injury report. I think you all know that now. But, yeah, no Harrison Butker for the Chiefs. Alvin Kamara for the Saints, expected to play, expected to get a lot of volume uh, with Jameis Winston out, with Michael Thomas out. Um, I look for Alvin Kamara to have a big game. Heavy, heavy Alvin Kamara action type of game. Um, For those of you that have already benched Russell Wilson, that's probably good. Apparently, according to Adam Schefter, Russell Wilson played Thursday night's game against the Colts or at least three quarters um, of the previous game while battling a partially torn lat near his right shoulder. 
It was only a matter of time until Russell Wilson was going to give us something that's caused him to look like he has. I think that's just his shoulder in general. I don't think it's a lat injury. I just think he sucks. Um, as for the Raiders, Hunter Renfro is going to go. Darren Waller is going to go. No injury designation for them. But again, Harrison Butker out. Trey Smith and Juju Smith-Schuster and Mike Dana are all listed as questionable. Juju Smith-Schuster, that knee injury is going to always pop up. For the Titans, obviously Traylon Burks has been uh, placed on IR, so he is no longer um, worth of anything to start or keep on your team. You should probably just let him go. I thought Traylon Burks would have a chance to be like a sneaky, fast uh, type of guy. Um, But according to sources, according to Adam Schefter, he just writes this, right receiver Michael Thomas already ruled out for today's game against the Seahawks due to a foot injury, is likely to be able to return next week for their game against the Cincinnati Bengals. So for those of you concerned about Michael Thomas, what did I draft him? It's okay. He'll probably be back. Obviously, uh, moving forward, players out to give you a full include of all the players that are out today. Dak Prescott's out. Keenan Allen, Michael, Tom, Michael Thomas, Tua Tagovailoa, Tyrod Taylor, Dawson Knox, uh, Jordan Poyer, DeAndre Swift is not in. DJ Shark is out. Kyle Pitts is out. Cameron Brait is out. Traylon Burks, Jahan Dotson. Um, and Jake Elliott, the kicker for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's been a Fantasy Football Sunday show here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks, Each Streak Scenic Views. 20 to 10 at halftime in London. Coming up next is After Hours with, well, the same crew. We'll be right back on After Hours. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views, on 610 Sports Radio, and always live on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.